Welcome to Empowering Leaders Podcast, where we redefine leadership so you can take your people where you want them to go. I'm Yaja. And I'm Alex. If there's ever a time to empower our leaders, it's now. Whether it's a pandemic, a natural disaster, political upheaval, challenges faced in the workplace, or even personally, great leadership is key. No matter the crisis, or even if there is none, our episodes are filled with relevant conversations around what it takes to be an empowered leader. We'll have guests joining us as we dive deep into ways in which we can all communicate more clearly, build a stronger culture, engage and influence with relevance, and so much more. We'd love your feedback so that we can make this epic for you and we can all learn and create a world of empowered leaders because empowered leaders empower leaders. So we invite you to rate our show and share your feedback in your review. Now, let's jump in and explore. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Empowering Leaders Podcast. Hello there, Alex. How are you today? Good morning, Yaja. I'm great. And yourself? I'm really well. It's so great to be here on this episode. It is indeed. Thank you. Today, we're going to be exploring something very, very interesting. And they are four levels of how, as leaders, we can will potentially think more effectively so that we can have uh, better decisions made, that we can find ways of solving problems, communicate more effectively. So that's something that we're really excited about having a chat today. Yes, absolutely. I'm really looking forward to today's episode too. I mean, I look forward to every episode, (laughs) but um, today is going to stretch our thinking a little bit, I think. And having this awareness is really going to bring things to a conscious level so that as leaders, when we're maybe communicating or when we're uh, potentially looking at solving certain problems, having this awareness will really help as to how we make those decisions, how we structure our thoughts to make our decisions. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Mm. Um, Yeah. I, I, it's, it's interesting because mostly and understandably, we're on remote. We simply behave according to what we've been used to mm. and we respond to events like we talked about previously, the events, res- response and outcome. So we can actually take that just that little bit further by being aware of, well, what, what kind of, what, what is our thinking at this point in time? And is it, an obstacle or is it an opportunity to progress us to the next level? Yeah, that's it. And, and, and as you mentioned, you know, we, we do think so unconsciously. So we're so conditioned to thinking a certain way or even communicating a certain way or even um, solving problems or making decisions a certain way. And of course we know that that's all based on, the way in which we see things, our beliefs, yeah. you know, our underlying beliefs and our yeah. underlying attitudes towards things. And we don't know this really because we do this so automatically. Yeah. Uh, but having access to these models and having access to this knowledge is certainly a wonderful way to help us structure everything really before yeah. we say anything. And what a wonderful way too to be able to uh, have this knowledge as a leader so that our team can then model our way as well. 
And yes. it doesn't necessarily have to be verbatim, but certainly it is a wonderful way to be able to, you know, think and communicate. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the interesting thing that you were saying is that we do things verbatim. We do things on automatic. We do things based on how we've been brought up and uh, what we've learned so far. Yeah. Uh, some things have been useful and some not so useful. So the more awareness we have, the more consciously we're aware of um, the behavior of our thinking, the mm. more we can do something about it. And yeah. so often we are, we are responding based on our emotions or feelings or even the kind of thinking thinking that we do have. So mm. being able mm. to change that mental behaviour is so worthwhile, especially as a leader. Yes, yes. Yes, it is. And something came up as you were talking a moment ago and I, I loved um, pretty much everything you said right there. One of the things uh, I... I, I really believe we don't question our thinking enough mm -hmm. we just go with it you know yeah. we just sort of ride the the um thing whatever you want to call it the surf whatever we just sort of ride with it mm -hmm. and we really don't question it enough thinking that well this is the way it is you know there's no other way and so this is how i think and there is no other way or you know this is how it should be and there is no other way mm. really there is a lot of other there, there are so many options and there are so many other possibilities yes, yes and we don't know what we don't know and unless we know how to ask the right questions too and i think this yeah. is one of, one of our previous episodes i i know that i ran the hierarchy of language you know and that's really key to have an awareness of great questions yeah. not just to ask people you know your team and all this but to ask yourself as well and i think that's really key yeah am i yes. getting the response i want from the person whom i'm talking with yeah. Yes. Uh, what response? And, and, and again, you know, having in the back of your mind, I don't know about you, Yaja, but I sort of tend to, um, when I go into it, and it's now, obviously, it didn't, I didn't do this always. Mm. It is something that I have learned. It is a behavior that uh, has worked. And so I've had to learn it. Mm. And new behaviors can be hard, yeah. So to be able to sort oh, yeah. of shift and even yes. think, yeah. So, but what I uh, what I've realized over the years with um, with all my training that I've done and continue to do is that I tend to start my conversations with the end in mind mm -hmm. and work backwards. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, for example, this conversation that we're having today, yeah, we knew where we were headed. Mm -hmm. It's important. We need to make it valuable for our listeners and our viewers. Mm. Uh, we need for them to walk away, to have something to utilize immediately, to be able to implement immediately. Now, if we were to come here and just wing it, mm. chances are it's not going to be effective. Mm. Or as effective anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and, and even conversations when you have. So, for example, if you were to run a meeting, you know, what is your your ultimate goal and then what is your thinking around it? how are you going to communicate that and when yeah. we're conditioned to communicate or think or a certain way often things don't we don't get yes. the outcomes we want you you that's that's perfectly right uh perfectly i i, I can see where you where you're coming from and and what's coming for me is the very often 
our decisions are based on how we feel and not everyone, of course, but there are many decisions that are based on how we feel. And there's, there's something that I recently read that most people make their decisions based on their feelings. I don't necessarily agree with that. No, I, I agree um, with you. I, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. And, and I, I think that's misleading um, because people who do consider who are considered, who have created um, a structure for their thinking and it doesn't make them robots. It actually means that they're aware of the, the internal tools that they have to make their lives even more effective and the lives of others even more effective. Yeah, I love that, Yaja. I love that a lot. You know what? You sort of, um, you raise so many important things right there and just that little thing that you just said and everything that you said right there there's so many so much importance and here's the thing um you know a lot of people we many people do make decisions based on emotions Mm -hmm. and it is really ineffective i believe from my observations from my experience from my knowledge over the years from my working with organizations and leaders and all the rest it is very ineffective and i'll if i may share It is ineffective because, and you know, I just sort of, I'm a straight shooter, right? So I'm not going to beat around the bush. (laughs) Um, And the thing is, it's ineffective because when we're making decisions based on emotions, nine times out of 10, what's going to happen is that decision is not going to be the right decision. Not for everyone. Correct. As an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as a, as a leader, whatever, right? As an exec, whoever it is that you are, if you're running the show and you are a leader in, in whatever it is that you do, we must leave our emotions at the door. Yes. And I'm not saying not to be human. So I need to cl- make that clear. I'm not saying not to bring hu- your human aspect into this. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you must be human. We're not robots, right? They haven't, mm. they haven't arrived yet. So here's the thing. It's about bringing your human touch and making your decisions based on facts. Mm-hmm. Because when we're going to make it comes to a business. Yeah, absolutely. Because if we're going to make decisions based on emotions, chances are they're not going to be, they may not be the right decisions. They may not be the right decisions for the business. They may not be the right decision for the customer. They may not be the right decisions for the people around us. They're in most cases going to be the right, and I wouldn't say right, decision for what I'm feeling like I want. Yeah. So it may feel good for you Mm. to make that decision because you're making it based on your emotion at that particular moment, Mm. emotional state that you're in at that particular moment. However, it may feel good for you, but it may not be good for you in terms of the outcome. It may not be good for your team in terms of where it is that you're headed as a team. And it may not be good for the organisation. That's exactly right. And then ultimately for... Uh, for the for the community at large and for the world at large, so we so many things can come into it when we can't. When it comes to the decisions, the ripple effect, the domino effect, mm. is there. It's mm. it it goes even past the organisation. It goes past the community. It goes. It affects the entire world. I mean, that's kind of airy fairy, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it it really does, and we can look at that from so many angles right yes. now with all that's happening around us, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, and we, we, can, we can really do that right now. You know, yeah. we can, you know, with all the decisions that have been made, it may not feel good for some people, but my question is why doesn't it feel good? It, mm. 
Mm. Again, you know, just another conversation all over again. And yeah. How are we making our decisions based on what? So, um, yeah. yeah, this particular model that mm. we're going to share with you today is going to open up, I think, so many different opportunities in how we can look at things differently. Yes. And, you know, how it is that we're going to be made or how it is that we can make our decisions um, effectively. Yeah. Yes, I'm hearing you. And, and it's Resourcefully. Yes, yes, yes. Just a beautiful example, which you may have been alluding to, that I would love to broach is COVID-19 that's happening. Um, here in Victoria, in the state where we both live, we um, have started a new lockdown because mm. of incidents that have arisen. And I'm sure you have seen many of the news, um, uh, the discussions on news with the Premier and whoever else, the Health Minister, et cetera, coming on, saying, look, these things are in place. Now, in the comments, there were so many different reactions. Many of them are angry and et cetera, et cetera. And it's interesting because I can see that the decisions that have been made based on the thinking of the Premier and the Minister have been all about the good of the people, Right. Overall, it's going to be uh, the the results will be good for the people, good for him, good for the community, good for the government. The individuals are responding based on what they feel like they want. I love that, and that that really I think takes us into the model. Mm. Um, you're right; it may not feel good mm-hmm. for whatever your reason. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing that, Yaja. Jesus, you've you've articulated that so beautifully. Um, it may not feel good for all of us for whatever our reason is. And it may not even be a valid reason. It may just be because we're just jumping on board with everybody else because everyone else is saying they're feeling shit about yeah. it, right? So the thing is, whatever the, the reason, where it doesn't feel good. However, as you just said, um, the minister's made the decision because it is good for us. It is yeah. good for everyone around us and it is good for the greater good. Yeah. And it is, if you think about it, it really is. You know, it's about us staying alive. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, and it may not feel good at this moment because we can't go for a coffee and we can't do all those things that really are just stuff that we've learned anyway, right? Just stuff that we expect. Sorry. Let's yeah. get into it because I'm really, yes. I'm really excited to share this because um, I think people are going to see how incredibly how powerful yes. this model Completely. is. Agree with you. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. So for people who are going to be watching and anyone will be able to get access to this, I'll um, we'll potentially um, add this in YouTube into the channel, but um, we're just going to be sharing a screen just for a few moments, just so that you can get a bit of a sense of what we're discussing here. And for our listeners, Yaja, yes. I guess what we're going to do is we're going to put a little link on the... Um... In, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, there will be a link in the description for this podcast, awesome. which will take you direct to this particular um, uh, recording so you can view this for yourselves. Or what, what we might do, actually, we might just share the chart. That's all. Yeah, I love that. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Whatever it will be. There will be something in the description at least for you. Yeah. 
So oh. we will make sure that for the for the listeners, we will describe this very, very clearly so that you get a good sense of what we're discussing here. Awesome. So at the moment, thanks for sharing your screen, Yaja. So at the moment, we're, we're looking at a screen that I guess has um, four squares. So there's level, and the, the, the top one is level one, level two is down the bottom, level three is up the top again, and then there's level four. Yep. And the example I used earlier uh, around a leader that makes decisions based on what feels good for them, yet may not necessarily be good for them in the long run, mm -hmm. for their team in the long run, and for their organisation, sits at level three. Yes. And... Uh, you know, you just made a point here that if you're sitting at level three in terms of your decision making, in terms of your uh, choices, in terms of your communication, you're sitting, I guess, at an unresourceful level because at this point, you're not actually making any changes because you're making decisions based on simply your emotion. Yes, what you feel like. And it's not necessarily... I guess the good a good um, space to be if you're definitely. wanting to make changes. Definitely, definitely. And so at this level, this is what you can think of um, for all the listeners. If it feels good, but it isn't good for me, it isn't good for others, it isn't good for the greater good, then you're at a point where you make a change easily you can make a change easily by going to the previous level, level two. So otherwise you just keep making it worse. So we'll move on to potentially what could happen. Yes. So level three could also mean um, because it's just feeling good and I, I'm not undervaluing that. But the reason I say just there is because it's simply making a decision based on your emotions. Mm -hmm. And when we're making a decision based on our emotions, often what happens is that because not everyone's on board, right, because it's just simply feeling good for yourself and not everybody else is on board with it. They can't see the logic around it. They can't see how, you know, yeah. all those conflict questions, all those um, yeah. you know, those uh, objections that we get from yeah. people. Yeah. And what happens then is nothing because yes. we're going to procrastination. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so, there is resistance from everyone else. Yeah. So there's no movement. Mm -hmm. So notice how when we're making decisions or when we're communicating or whatever it is that we're doing simply based on our emotions and our emotions only. Yeah. And we're not considering in a business organization, I guess the values of the business of what the big picture really is of what the big vision really is. And we're just considering only emotions. There's not going to be movement. There's really just not going to be any change. Yeah. I'm hearing you. Absolutely. That's, that's so very, very true. Mm. It's very true. Um, a simple example that I've often used is chocolate. <laughs> yeah. So chocolate for many of us, we can relate to it. So we eat chocolate, and it can be a good thing, I think, in small quantities. However, if we indulge in chocolate, it might feel good, but we know that in the end, it's actually not good for me. The end result means that my family might be affected because I end up being sick, having to go to the doctors, etc. And so in the end, it's not even good for the greater good. Now, if 
and this is where level four comes into it, over time, if I ate chocolate, indulged in chocolate for days and days and days and days, eventually I actually don't feel good, which means it's still not good for me. It's not good for others and it's not good for the greater good. I'm now potentially addicted or I need to have more and more or I feel so sick. So this is where change is really difficult at this level. Mm. And in the workplace, for example, a person might want to have control over another person and they might be bullies. Now, being a bully, they actually don't feel good necessarily. They might think that they do, but that's all they know now. They know it's, they may not even know, so it's an opportunity for them to now know, is it good for me? Is it good for others? Is it good for the greater good? Now, within the organisation. Within an organisation, exactly. Mm. Um, Within is it good for the organization? Is it good for the customer? Is it good for everybody that's involved? Exactly. Yeah. And if the answer is that it's not, then change has to happen. But for many people, they get to such a point where it's really, really difficult to change. I know personally, I've got some stuff and I know I'm at this level four in certain areas. And it's really difficult to move from level four to a point where we are doing things for the greater good. Yeah, so, if I can also add to that, sorry, Yadja, I know you're on a roll there, but if I can also just add to that too, sometimes what happens when we, when, you know, someone's at level four, mm. the best way out is to get out. And it could be if they're, for example, in a, in a job that they don't like. Love it. Mm. And there is no other option. It doesn't feel good. It hasn't felt good for a long time. Yes. It's not good for them, obviously, for their health, their well-being and all the rest of it. It's not good for others around them because there's a toxic toxicity thing going on. Certainly not good for the organisation and absolutely not good for the customer because they're feeling the pain. And even past that, back at home. That's exactly right. So I was just getting to the fact that it. It, it gets, it becomes stressful. We start to become angry. Yeah. We do emotions that are unresourceful. Yeah. Um, and it, it could even be a relationship, personal relationship. Mm. And the best way out of level four is to sometimes just exit. Yes. Yeah. Um, instead of just staying there because... And trying to work it out because you're just yeah. so, so, so the, the, the experiences is just so over, what's it called? They're overwhelming. There's, there's just too much. And, there is. and it doesn't mean you're it. giving up. It doesn't mean you're giving up. It means no. you're being resourceful by exiting because yes. otherwise you're going to put yourself and everybody else in a situation. You know, we, we get this, people are conditioned and we are conditioned that if we don't continue something, we're quitting. Well, we're not. It's yeah. not about quitting. If you've given it your all, it's about becoming aware and having that emotional intelligence to tell yourself, well, you know what? This is not going to work. Yeah. I mean, I've done that before too, you know, where I know that this is not for me. The values don't align with me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this is not good for me. I'm going home and I'm getting sick over this stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's not working, blah, 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 for whatever reason. And it's important to exit. Yes. Uh, yep. To have that, uh, that, 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 yes. that, you know, emotional intelligence to do that. So level yes. four, yes, it's very unresourceful. Mm-hmm. And it's also a, a wonderful way to become aware so that you can exit to go to maybe level two, which we'll delve into in a moment. Mm. Yeah, I love that. I love that. 
you know, and it it can seem too much at that point. And yes. we often ask questions, well, what can I do? What can I do? I don't know what to do and I don't know how to solve it. Until we can step away from the situation, it's difficult to see any possible possible solutions. So level four is a great opportunity of stepping away. I love that, exiting mm-hmm. the situation. Yeah. 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 Excellent. So it's not the end. No, definitely not the end. It's not the end. And it's the beginning of something incredible. And when it is the beginning of something new, often what happens is it doesn't feel good. Yeah. However, it is good for you. Yes. It is good for those around you. So now we've stepped into level two. Correct. Yes. So it's about moving yourself. And again, I've had this journey and I'm sure you have too. Yes. And I think we've all had it somewhere along Mm -hmm. the line where even in my personal life, you know, coming away from a bad relationship, it just felt so comfortable. And I'm called to share this because it's important because it's life, right? We're human. Um, And here's the thing. We could be in a bad relationship. I know that I was for very many years and it just was not good for me. No. And it impacted not just me, it impacted my working life. Um, I took it to work. It impacted the results that I was, or the non-results that I was getting, obviously. It was impacting my life at home. It was impacting everything. Eventually, I I needed to do something different. Yeah. So I exited. Mm. Now, when I exited, and I'm using this as an example, it didn't feel good at that point because guess what? I was in an unfamiliar zone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was in the uncomfortable zone that shit, you know, I've, I've not, I haven't done this on my own for so long. Yeah. What do I do? Yes. However, it was good for me. It was good yes. for my health. It was good oh, for God, everyone yeah. around me. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and, and that's he- actually a very powerful place to be in. We don't yeah. realize it. It is a very powerful place mm-hmm. to be in because we start to then develop new skills. Mm-hmm. We start to then develop the skills like, for example, resilience mm. and ways of thinking. Mm. Um, and it's a great way then to, I guess, start to um, create new possibilities, new opportunities. Yes, yeah. This is the level where we are empowered, actually. Oh, we don't, yeah. we don't realise just how empowered we are by mm. stepping into that level. Yeah. Yeah. And we're scared to do it. And that's, that's okay. Um, yes. You know, like now, even you used the beautiful example earlier, and I say it's a beautiful example because COVID-19, although there are so many challenges with that, there are also mm-hmm. an incredible amount of opportunities. Yes. And, and it's uh, interesting because the lockdown, in a sense, is giving people, is putting people into level two if they chose to see that that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And I it doesn't feel good, yeah. but it's good for them, good for others and good for the greater, you know, for, yeah. for their families, for the community at large. Yes. I love that you said that. And you know what, Diaja, another thing I've been observing is uh, the language people use and not only people in general, but even media. Mm-hmm. Our language is profound. It's so powerful. And yes. I think we've had one of these. Have we had an episode on language yet? Oh, we have lots. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's good. The hierarchy um, of language was one. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's exactly right. But language in, in specific, and I think maybe yeah. that's something we should look yes. at. Yes. And the, the power of language. And, oh, you know, yeah. what I've been hearing, and I've been turning the TV off because it's, it's, um, it's not sitting well with me, is that they've been using language like 
we're stuck in our home. Yes. Um, we're isolated, locked we're down. Isolated. We're locked down. It's like, hang on, we live in there. That's our, that's our, um, well, for me, it's my temple here. You know, like this is, mm. this is where I, I feel comfortable. This yeah. is where I have love. This is where yes. we, we come together as a family. What a wonderful opportunity to spend time in that space. I, I know. Why make it? Sound like, like we're in prison. I know. And I'll, when are we going to release these people? Really? Yes. So yeah. our language is profound. And when we start to realize that, hang on, how can we language this differently? Mm. Although it doesn't feel good. And the only reason I guess it doesn't feel good, and I'm just generalizing right now, and I'm cool mm. to do this, mm. is that people think, oh, shit, I can't go out and do my shopping. So all of a sudden I'm a prisoner. Well, you're not. Mm-hmm. It's not that you're a prisoner. It's that you just can't do the things that we've had the freedom to do all along. Yeah. In the same way, we just do them differently. Yeah. Actually. So that's right. And so mm. when we're able to language things differently and to bring our thinking to a level that is going to be resourceful and yeah. is going to serve us and everyone around us, and we're also that. teaching our children, yeah. everybody in the household, yes. that teaching them resilience. Again, yeah. where if we can be at level two, Yes. Where we can develop those new skills and how is it that we can develop our thinking differently and how can we do things differently? And what a wonderful way now to teach our kids that, you know what, in times of adversity, yeah, there are so there's, there's, there's good that comes from it. Yes. I, I couldn't agree more. I mm. love that. Yeah. Beautiful examples and, and a great way of looking at that level too, I think. Um, yes. Yes. And it's, it's sustainable. It's sustainable yeah. at that level. Yes, yeah. And, and remember we also discussed the um, levels of consciousness, the competent, um, um, consciously competent yes. mm. through to um, unconsciously competent or the con unconsciously yes. incompetent through to consciously uh, competent, unconsciously competent. My goodness, I know what I'm talking the learning, about. The learning journey. The learning yeah. journey. Thank you very right. much. <laughs> so in a sense, this is it. So level two is at that point where we're, consciously incompetent where we're actually between the consciously incompetent and consciously competent so it is a difficult part but it must for change to happen for us to really truly experience the best that life has to offer that work has to offer we've got to go through this journey it's going to be hard but it doesn't need to be unpleasant it doesn't have to be um it's Hard work, that's what I'm talking about. Hard work doesn't mean that, it, um, that it's a bad thing. Mm. That's another thing that I think that people need to realise. It's like failure and losing or loss or people saying, no, they're not bad things. They're simply things that we need to look at differently. Yeah, it's just learning. I love the, the, the example you used and what a great thing too that you brought in the learning journey because it's, so, it's a wonderful mm. example and it mm. actually fits in perfectly. It really mm. does. Yeah. And when we're learning something new and this thing that's going on, you know, this yes. COVID thing and then, then the stage three and all the rest of it, it's a new thing <clears throat> uh, that we're learning to live with. Yeah. And, you know, like anything new, it doesn't feel good. You know, I mean... We're going to go back to this normal example, this very usual example of driving a car. Yeah. I don't know about you, but it used to scare the crap out of me. I remember having to jump behind the wheel of a car and my parents used to say, you know, it's, it's a weapon. You've got to be careful. And I'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> so <laughs> um, it didn't feel good. 
Yeah. But it was good for me because yeah. it was my independence. I Absolutely. The way I went. Yeah. yeah. Good yeah, that definitely. I could uh, do things for my family, you know, and, yeah. and then go to work. Yes. Yes. Build new skills, right? Yes. Yes. So Absolutely. it's like, yeah, it's like anything new. And it's really important for us to have this awareness. Yeah. Life is going to throw stuff at us. Let's just be honest here mm-hmm. and when it does and we're able to have this awareness and we're able to yeah. tap into our mind and and sort of you know pick out the best tool to use or even pick them all out and just intertwine them somehow like you've just done with the learning journey and and all of what we've mm-hmm. been sharing on our podcasts it's um it's really building on that emotional intelligence mindset yeah. agreed agreed uh, and creating that that leadership, I guess, mm. that leadership level of leadership that we could. It doesn't mean leadership just in the workplace either. By the way, it can be leadership, and you don't have to be hold a leadership title to be a leader, right? So yeah. you can bring it in, in every aspect of life and create change. Yeah. Yes, I completely agree. And and, and I think that one of the things, <clears throat> just like we go through stages through these different four levels, <clears throat> in various. Um, capacities, so to different extents. Um, so within that, feelings change. Our feelings change. So where one day we felt good, the next day we may not feel good. And another time when, for example, in level two where it doesn't feel good, but it's good for everyone concerned, those feelings change. So after we do things like you were suggesting with the driving or, you know, we're doing exercise where it's uncomfortable and it, it, it's painful, it hurts. After some time, we realize, oh, my God, this is actually feeling really good. I feel refreshed, invigorated and independent if with a car, etc. And it's of so much value. So I know then I've got to go back to level two and push myself a little bit more. Hmm. So it's yeah. interesting that bouncing back between level one and two is really important as well. It so is. we can push our teams just a little bit more, give them more responsibility. They won't like it. It won't feel good. But they know that in the end it's going to benefit everyone concerned. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And here's the thing, you know, we get to choose our feelings, believe it or not. Yes. And uh, and we, we get do. to choose our feelings based on the language and how it is that we articulate it and how it is that we yeah. language it. And this is why language is so, so absolutely uh, powerful. Yes. So we do get to choose how we feel. It's the emotions we don't get to choose, but our feelings we do. That's exactly right. Feelings are a chemical reaction to the thinking that stimulates those feelings. Yes. So how thinking will affect how we feel about something. Yeah. So it's like getting up in the morning, you know, like the last couple of mornings, it's been a real struggle for me, you know, because of all that's going on, whatever. But anyway, um, and so... The thing is, though, sometimes you just got to put those feelings away to the side and think, now, this is important because it's good for me, it's good for everyone around me, for yes. our listeners, for our yes. podcast, for my clients, whatever. Yes. It's also good for the greater good, so it's to help the community. Yeah. Uh, and then it's, again, that domino effect of, um, of, of results, of outcomes. Yeah. Yes. So it's it's interesting too because that feeling that may have been uncomfortable for us Mm. by introducing the new thoughts of this is something that I've got to do we've created a new feeling of Mm. determination 
of courage, of all these other kinds of things that have now replaced, even if it's only temporarily, this uncomfortable, unpleasant, it's, I don't like this yucky feeling. And the more we repeat that thinking of, but this is good for me, this is really good for me, good for others, good for the good for everyone concerned, then the stronger those positive, more resourceful feelings will start coming about. Yeah, and then new emotions will start um, will, yes. will start to create new emotions and our emotions turn into moods and our moods turn into, um, you know, personality traits and all the rest yes. of it, right? So it is, yeah. it's a huge yeah. transactional thing that happens yes. so damn automatically. Yeah. Um, we're just, we're, we're incredible beings. We mm. really, really are. And so having no, you know, knowledge of all of these um, tools yes. will help us through. Yeah, definitely. And, and then help those around us through as well. Definitely, um, definitely. I love that. So, and, I, and I just want to use your example too, Yaja. You know, you sort of raised the, the learning journey before. And this is how we can then slip into level one mm-hmm. in terms of doing what feels good. Uh, and by this, and when you're at level one, what you're doing now, what you're doing in level one then is you're actually adding value to others as well. Yeah. Um, because you're doing what feels good. So yes. I don't know about you, and I'm sure you're feeling the same. Me being here today, you being here today, I feel incredible because I'm able mm. to now make add value to people. Yeah. Uh, and it's good for me because it makes me feel amazing. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm learning as we're yes. talking. Yes, yes, yes. And yes, it's yes. good for others because we're adding value to others and we're, we're yeah. you know, sort of sharing this sort of stuff with them to help yeah. them through stuff. But then it's also good for the community and it's good for the organisations. Yeah, and definitely. So once we're there, um, it, the quality of our life then changes, our experiences change. Mm. Yeah, I love that. I love it's such a practical example. And really everyone who is listening to this, maybe doing something that they're maybe feeling good about or not feeling good about. And it's such an opportunity. Now, is it good for me? Is it good for others? Is it good for the organization or for my family or for the community? And that's, that is the simple thing. If it is, yes, then you're doing well. Keep going, keep at it. And if it's not, that's an opportunity then to say, well, what else could I be doing instead? Mm. Mm. Yeah. I love it, love it, love it. And you know what? I really think that these particular podcasts or even what you're learning here, sharing your team meetings. Mm. Um, one thing I've learned over the years is that when I learn something new, I like to share it. Yes. And what better way to add value to people around you than to share something new that's helped you yeah. to grow as an individual, as a leader, as whatever it is that you are. Completely agree. And then share it with someone else so that mm-hmm. you can help them move through mm-hmm. um, their, their world and then they can then share it with somebody else. So it's, again, yeah. that ripple effect, that domino effect of, of, um, of uh, behaviour. We're changing yes. our behaviour, you know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love that. This has been fantastic. Great it conversation. It has. Really have enjoyed it so much. I think it's such a practical, practical model mm. that can so easily be remembered and yes. utilised at yes. any step. Totally. It's been mm. great. We'd love your feedback. Um, we'd love your insights and experiences too. That's that's really key. And, uh, you know, and let us know too and how it's worked, like taking it away now, yeah. um, how has that changed 
either yourself, your team? Yeah. yeah. Have you implemented it? If so, what's worked, what hasn't? Yes. That's really key too. And if you've used it before yourself, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we would love to know how, how, how effective it's been for you in your life. Yeah. That's terrific. Awesome. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Yaja. Thank you to our listeners and our viewers. Until our next episode. Yay. Enjoy the rest of your day. 